You're listening to a Brain Stew Fresh Fright Review. What's up, creeps? And welcome to a brand new Brain Stew Fresh Fright Review. Brain Stew! I'm Justin. I'm Jeremy. Oh. Yeah, man. And yeah, this is one. This is going to be another spoiler free episode. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm super fucking excited to be talking about this one, especially how early, how in advance we're going to be talking about it. It doesn't even come out until the 21st. Of this month, Jeremy, we had the opportunity to see something that every single horror fan on the fucking planet is clamoring right now to see. Yeah. Why don't you tell our listeners yeah, for, for, what we saw last week? For good reason. Uh, we got to see Evil Dead Rise. Rise. This is the fifth installment. I had to think about that because I was like, wait a minute. Ash versus Evil Dead fucked me up. So I was like, wait a minute, how many? So this yeah, is the fifth. Yeah, trying the, to include that or not. To yeah, this it. is the fifth. Uh, cinematic film uh, entry in the Evil Dead franchise. So, I mean, dude, Evil Dead is worldwide. Every horror fan on the planet knows what Evil Dead is. What Sam Raimi created is iconic and legendary and honestly the standard for, for horror because to this point, you know, uh, leading up to this movie and maybe after this movie, there has not been a bad Evil Dead anything from the movies to the TV show. Um, I, I Again, I know that the TV show is kind of its own thing, but it takes place in the world um, and is a direct sequel to Army of Darkness, so it's all it's all canon. And That's true. That's true. And, uh, you know, to kind of piggyback off what you're saying there, uh, this is a discussion that comes up all the time in the horror community that there aren't very many franchises that we can claim doesn't have a bad installment yeah. and clearly the evil dead series is one that that's it takes the cake you know, man there's literally nothing bad about any and, of and the reason for that is that every single thing in this franchise has had sam raimi rob tappert and bruce campbell very much creatively involved like they are involved in every step of the way the process for these these things and what's really interesting about evil dead rise is that it initially wasn't supposed to be a theatrical movie. It was supposed to Can you fucking believe no. that, man? I still can't no, believe it. No, it was I can't It was supposed that. to be for, uh, for streaming. That's that's you know when it was being filmed and everything like was still kind of during the pandemic and you know films being released direct to streaming platforms was was a huge thing and Evil Dead Rise was supposed to literally be just like Prey was, the the Predator prequel. Uh it, you know, Prey went straight to streaming and, and did really, really well. And that's exactly what Evil Dead Rise was supposed to do until they had a couple test screenings. And when the test yeah. screenings yeah, and, were and through the roof. One of our buddies, one of our friends we've had on the show was at Ellen, one of those test screenings dude, and has been telling for like, us for fucking for ever. many, many fucking months. Like, I feel like for a dude, year. close like, to dude, it. It's so good. Close to it. Like, dude, he, he <laughs> saw this thing like for fucking ever ago and he was like, you don't understand how good it is like you don't understand and i'm like 
I can't wait to understand. And, uh, you know, we got to see it uh, last week. And what? Thank you to Dread Central, 100%, by the 100%. way. 100%. That, that was who uh, hosted the event at Tyson's Corner Center uh, in McLean, Virginia for a DC screening. It was not a fan screening, not a press screening, but it was just this thing that they were doing. And they did a couple across the country and it was pretty rad because you know every single person they invited was like legitimately either a a hardcore horror fan a hardcore evil dead fan or someone that found their way in there randomly you could feel the energy in the room Oh, for sure really for sure um and i mean you know the studio is fucking confident in their product when they're just like fuck it screen it wherever whenever leading up to it for free we don't give a fuck screen it because the word of mouth is going to be so good that people are going to show up and pay for it. Like, dude, they've been screening this movie left and right for six months. People have been... Yeah, they premiered it, I think, I think last month officially at South by Southwest. It was that whole situation that went viral where some kid showed up and during the Q&A said that their movie was complete garbage. It was shit and he was mad as he was walking out and Bruce Campbell uh, told him to get the fuck out. And everyone I feel like you and I are going to have something to say about that later on. Probably. Um, I mean, yeah. we, there is no embargo on this movie as of right now. We've already kind of posted our initial thoughts on our social media platforms, but there's already reviews. There's already a Rotten Tomatoes score out. So, uh, But we're, we, we decided we still want to do a spoiler-free version for you guys, and then eventually after the movie comes out and everyone's seen it, we'll also do a full spoiler review. We can dig in a little bit deeper. But So for those that are unaware, the uninitiated, that have not been paying attention to what this movie is, Evil Dead Rise is a quote-unquote twisted tale of two estranged sisters whose reunion is cut short by the rise of flesh-possessing demons, thrusting them into a primal battle for survival as they face the most nightmarish version of family imaginable. And so I I have to ask you this. We were talking about the lead-up to this coming out. It was going to go straight to streaming. Um, I'll talk about my feelings on the last few incarnations of Evil Dead in a few Mm -hmm. moments, but for you... I, I feel like I remember you being a fan of the show, you being a fan of Fide Alvarez's Evil Dead. What were your expectations going into this, for this thing? For for this movie, I uh, I can tell you off the bat from the trailers and such, I was disappointed in the Deadite design. Off the break. And, and it, I fucking knew you were going to say And it, it really, like, <laughs> you know, when I think back... Goddamn design. When I think back to Fede Alvarez's 2013 Evil Dead... You know, the Deadite designs weren't fantastic in that one either. It was more in the vein of of what was done, you know, in this this new installment as well. However, there are differences, um, which we'll get into later, which is why I feel like I wasn't overly attentive to the Deadite design and and my displeasure of it in Fetty Alvarez's Evil Dead 2013 is more as I was in this one. Um, Because at least in Fetty's, we had the cabin. You know, we had all of the tropes that you come to expect from an Evil Dead movie. So it's like, okay, it felt like an Evil Dead movie, even if the Deadites were nowhere near as gnarly looking as they were in the first three Evil Dead films. Uh, Because, dude, Sam Raimi's, Sam Raimi directed Evil Dead films. Dude, the Deadites look fucking amazing and terrifying and monstrous, you know. Um, There's also a cartoonish nature to the designs that work perfectly in those movies. But in the most sinister 
disturbing way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Very, very cartoonish and terrifying. I'm sure you remember being a kid, man. Like, I know specifically watching Evil Dead 2 as a young man, those designs, like, terrified me. Like, that was nightmare fuel for my dreams. I was like, you did not forget those images. Bro, uh, Evil Ed with his fucking teeth in the second one. Like Exactly. That's the one Bro, those long-ass fingers, the white eyes. Like, dude, absolute nightmare fuel. Um, So... Going into this one and watching the trailer, I'm like, cool, it looks like a zombie from 28 Days Later. You know what I mean? It's like, they did the contact lenses, they did the the, the veins protrude, protruding from the pale, sickly skin, and I'm like, alright, I don't love that, you know? Been there, done that, for yeah, sure. I don't love that. However, I was really stoked for the scene change. You know, it's no longer in the woods, now we're in an apartment complex in Los Angeles. And I thought that that was, wow, what, what, you know, this is going to be interesting because now they're, they're taking it out of the woods and they're going to do something different with it, which I'm all about. I'm not somebody that wants the same thing over and over again. Um, you know, a lot of horror fans, you know, we, a lot of times we're like, we, we want something different. And then when we get something different, it's like, well, what the fuck? That's not what I wanted. You know what I mean? It's, it's a weird thing, but like, I was stoked about it. You know, obviously, Demons 2 has a very similar setup where it's in an apartment complex and Demons, you know, there you go. But um, I was I was really excited at, at the prospect of Evil Dead in an apartment building. You know, what's that going to look like? So uh, I was super stoked for it, man. I, and especially given what Kellen told us fucking six months ago about how good this movie is, I've been just so excited this whole time so when we got the opportunity to see it so early i i was super stoked and i can't believe we have not mentioned who we ran into at the screening which was mind-blowing oh yeah well that's all that's all you man i mean before i get into my my feelings on anticipation for the movie you and i were just like walking down the hallway in the movie theater and you just you have that eye where you just know fucking everybody <laughs> you could you could spy some some guy across the fucking world and you you'd know who it is so we're we're walking and uh we're walking towards the lobby and this guy walks past us and i was like <gasps> like literally did the <gasps> and i was like justin do you know who the fuck that is and justin was like I didn't I didn't even look. No. I didn't even, I didn't even look who was it. And I was like, dude, the fucking creator of the Blair Witch project just walked past us. So for you guys that don't know, uh Justin and I live in Virginia. So uh Eduardo Sanchez, the creator of the Blair Witch project, he, you know, obviously they filmed the Blair Witch project in Maryland. Uh he still lives in Maryland. He showed up to this screening of the Evil Dead and was there just to check out the movie. And so it was funny. He walked past and it was one of those things where I was like 99% sure that was him. But there was still that 1% where I'm like, it could be another dude. Yeah, but then when when you called out his name, his significant other turned around and looked at you. Then he turned around and looked at And I was like. And was kind enough to take a nice photograph I said, are you Eduardo? And he goes, yeah. And I was like, dude, we are humongous fans like is there any way that we can get a picture and he was like yeah yeah for sure so we got a picture with him so I'm like five foot fucking three five foot four on a good day (laughs) and he's and Eduardo Sanchez is like eight feet tall fun fact dude he's huge I'm like six foot even most people consider me tall 
Um, mostly because of my hair, because it sticks up really high. But I mean, dude, he towered over me even. But super nice dude. The only bummer part about it was that he left so early. I wanted to see what he thought about the movie. After yeah, it, but, yeah. So uh, um, I mean, dude, it's not often that you get to sit in a movie theater with a guy that created a movie that dethroned Halloween as yeah, the man. highest grossing it's, independent yeah. horror film of all time. You know. Yeah. So sure. anyway, sorry, sorry, sorry. I just, I just, no, no, I didn't, no, no. I didn't great, want great. that to get, uh, to get past us because that was a fucking cool <laughs> no, it's experience. A great uh, tidbit, and I remember going back into the theater right after that and being like, "Do you know who we just met out there?" And everyone was like, "What the fuck, dude?" But uh, again, uh, thank, thank you to Jeremy for knowing who everyone is because I probably wouldn't even have known who it was had I seen his face. But um, leading up to this movie, um, much like Jeremy just said, uh, I loved the series. I was a fucking huge fan of Fede Alvarez's, well, in name only, apparently, a remake from 2013. Uh, saw it opening night at a midnight screening, and I've been in love with it ever since. I was extremely upset when, you know, the possibilities of a sequel kind of went down the shitter. Um, after seeing this movie, I think there's some possibilities there to see what could be expanded mm-hmm. upon. But I even, Jeremy, re We know things, don't we, Justin? Um, I think we we know some things, but I watched the new Shout Factory 4K Ultra HD release of the unrated cut that they just released a few months back on Friday after I saw Evil Dead Rise, at, just to even more solidify how brilliant that movie is. And it's really its own thing, and I think when we talk about horror remakes, uh, you know, taking a concept, doing something completely different with it, but still keeping it the same is exactly what you want to see from a remake for the most part, if, if you care about quality, and he did that exactly. I know at the time, fans bitched and complained because, dude, Ash is in it. Yeah, but it had Mia, and Jane Levy is brilliant in that film. Um, so that was the only bummer part about seeing a new movie that didn't involve her, you know, or me not knowing if it you did know, or not, but, you know, being pretty pretty sure that she wasn't involved. There's in an it. interesting picture that just came out of yes, um, yes. Jane Levy and the lead of the new Evil Dead movie. Yeah, Alyssa Sutherland, mm-hmm. I think even Lily Sullivan. Yep. Outside of um, the uh, outside. Warner Brothers studio. I wonder what type of conversations they were having there. Hmm. When I saw the picture... You know, because I don't. We're not going to get any spoilers at all. I promise. But I was like, really? What could have been? But we don't know what we're going to do, or excuse me, rather, what they're going to do from here on out with the franchise. So we're going to do our best, as we always try in these spoiler-free reviews for you guys. But Jeremy, I'm going to throw it back to mm-hmm. you on your initial thoughts on Evil Dead Rise. So Evil Dead Rise was insanely entertaining it's fast-paced it's brutal as hell it's everything that you would come to expect from an evil dead movie it is a crowd pleaser and it's a roller coaster that every horror fan will be glad that they went on after seeing it um i i i that's exactly why people are so hot on this thing that's exactly why the scores have been phenomenal. It's exactly why the test screenings have been phenomenal. It is a fun ride. It gives you a lot of familiar things, sometimes almost too many familiar things, um, while also switching some subtle things up here and there. Um, but I have to tell you that there uh, there was a scene with uh, with Glass, and I'll just say that. 
where it was the moment in the movie where I went, you know, I don't know that I'm going to walk away loving this thing like I want to. Um, and it, it, while being complete eye candy for, uh, this horror movie loving heart of mine, it also felt like it was fundamentally missing something. And I've been, I've literally been dissecting this movie, not in a bad way. Cause when you say dissecting, you think like, okay, well you're picking things apart. I'm not picking things apart, but I've just constantly well, you're analyzing, yeah, man. I've, yeah, you're analyzing. I've constantly thought about this movie every day since we've seen it. And even today, I was still thinking about it. And the reason that I feel like something was fundamentally missing was character development. Um, and, you know, and this, this, this is in the trailer, so this is not a spoiler. But the most character development that we got is, okay, the mom... Uh, actually, I don't know if I should even go into that. Uh, I'm not going to go into that. But it, it, the characters, yeah, because I don't want to go into spoiler territory. Uh, the characters, I just feel like they threw a couple things out there to try to be like, okay, like here's distinguishing qualities that's, you know, emotional factors that these characters are going through. But it was like minimal, minimal, just enough. Very, very, very on the surface. Yeah. Very on and the surface. There was just nothing that made me go, I'm invested in these characters. Like, dude, I and and it's it sucks, but unfortunately you have to compare it to Fetty Alvarez's Evil Dead, because it's the one that came before this one. Um what watching that movie, you know, you you felt for Mia. She's an addict that's trying to get her shit together. She's fucked up so many times and She's put her her friends and her family through the ringer, and like, dude, they really did a good job developing those characters. There, there, there were stakes. There were stakes. There was an emotional connection to her and her brother. There was their past, where they were estranged with their mom that passed away. There was so much stuff that they put in there, and not to cut you off. Yeah, on no, thing, go for it, dude. I, I, you know, we posted our blurbs about the movie, our initial thoughts in a way on the internet, and some people actually tried calling me out on Twitter and saying the Evil Dead franchise has never been about character development. It's never been that much about character. They're not they're not and entirely I, wrong. They're not entirely well, wrong. They're not entirely wrong, but 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 the way that I approached it in in my statement is that I didn't feel like I had anyone that I could really root for. And that is something that the franchise since day one has always 100%. had is at least a character you want to cheer on, you want to root for. And I, you said this perfectly as well in your blurb. And this has nothing to do with the fact that Ash isn't in the movie. Yep. This isn't that yep. at all. I think I think it's just what what they're trying to present here in in a weird way. It's almost like E.T. meets Evil Dead. Mm. You're meeting a family. They're going through something. This director, Lee Cronin, really does want you to invest yourself mm. into these characters. He's trying to show you that, you know, this is a serious uh, adult horror movie where he's taking these characters lives seriously. It's just that they don't flesh it out enough right. where it's like okay it's it's literally on the surface whereas people are correct in in like evil dead uh, or the evil dead or evil dead 2 or army of darkness the characters are just there for the things to happen mm. to them you still do care about mm. them and you still do connect with them and you you cheer them on but here this is a different kind of movie um 
he's really trying to have you feel something for the family. Unfortunately, Jeremy, I didn't feel that. No, I didn't. Feel I, I will say that the uh, the child actors, all of them were phenomenal. Dude, all of the acting is phenomenal yeah. in the movie. It, it, it really is. Um, you know, and, and there's other characters that are introduced that I feel like were missed and squandered opportunities to the story with how they were handled. Uh, to where it's like, you know, you could have really done something with these other characters and you opted not to do that. And I feel like that was a mistake. Once you watch the movie, maybe you'll see what I'm talking about. Or, you know, once we do our spoiler f- uh, filled review, I'll be able to go into more detail about it. But um, another thing that I felt like this movie was was really lacking was that final moment in the movie where you're like okay because you know evil dead movies don't always necessarily end in in a uh you know crowd pleasing way or a happy ending with a with a bow tie right so like in the evil dead movies you kind of expect like this this could go sideways and the the evil dead could win this thing you know and then you know you you're on the edge of your seat and then the finale hits and you're like, oh my gosh. And then boom, you know, there's that big moment in every evil dead movie. Right. And I feel like this one didn't, it had a really cool, um, element to the end of it where I was like, okay, a very cool element. I was yeah. like, that definitely, was, that was definitely something to get audiences. Yeah. Excited, it was, it was unique. It's never been done before in the evil dead. And, uh, you just knew off the bat that I was going to love this thing. Um, and I did, but it still wasn't, it didn't have that holy shit factor or I'm on the edge of my seat. You know, it kind of was spelled out for you exactly how it was going to go it, down. It, it didn't, it didn't, it, dude, it didn't land. No. Let's, let's just say no. it that way. I feel like the movie sets up so many different things and some of the stuff is executed well and it works. Um, that's, that's why I'm like lukewarm on it. I, I, I'll say it right now. I liked the movie. I did too. I know um, it sounds like people, I'm just people, bitching, but I, I also <laughs> liked the movie. I just didn't love I, it. I did like the movie. I didn't love the movie, exactly. And I and I think there's some stuff to say about that. Like, I think a lot works in the movie, but I feel like in today's world of film criticism, movie reviews, you know, a fan discussion, it, you're shit on if you don't either love something or hate yeah. it. And, and like, again, who knows? I'll, I will see this again. I'm, I didn't dislike the movie so i'm not gonna like boycott it i'm gonna go see oh, it i can't again. wait to see it again maybe i maybe i will feel differently about it i do want to give it a fair opportunity i i liked and i loved a lot of elements about the movie um, the effects the practical effects were goddamn brilliant are brilliant um you know i have to say this right off the bat we're talking about performances a little bit there you know Alyssa sutherland is ellie who plays the mom in the movie i mean for sure gonna go down as one of the best horror performances in the last five to ten oh, she years. was great I mean, absolute brilliance in the movie um you know the little girl nell fisher who played cassie you know another brilliant performance i mean it's an interesting thing to do because we've never seen this in an evil dead movie before where we have like a family unit um experiencing these things and not only that but like small young children <laughs> you know what i mean that's why i felt a lot of like Spielberg vibes with this, like E.T. Poltergeist, yeah, yeah. Like you have small children um, in peril, yeah. you know, 
in in peril of demons. You know, this isn't like a fucking friendly alien or like I mean, this shit is and brutal. At, like as you guys know, Evil Dead traditionally does not pull any punches. So if you think that Evil Dead is going to pull any punches just because there's children, you have another fucking thing coming to you. Yeah, 100%. And that's that's something that I loved about the movie and I have to applaud is that they did not back down. You know what I mean? They they really went for it. They went for the throat in this thing. The blood, the gore, the violence, all of that is fantastic. I, I do say that I have to admit I didn't feel much suspense. Uh-huh. Um, I wasn't really scared or anything. I know I sat next to Lois. They didn't do it. He said he. Ju- Sorry, go ahead. He said he jumped a couple times, and and I I, I I was looking around to kind of feel the vibe of the audience, and I didn't get any of that. I didn't feel like any jump scares or it was any it of was fast paced and it was in your face. But you're absolutely right. I I I did not feel like there was any like rising dread or suspense in this movie like once again like there was in evil dead 2013 there was those dude the nail gun scene in evil dead 2013 was just brutal intense and unrelenting and i feel like this this one it was just so in your face and so like violence 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 that it didn't give you time to really be like oh god oh god like you know and have the tension mount any um you said something when we walked out of the movie that that really rang true to me uh you said yeah they basically just checked a bunch of boxes when they were making this movie and and one thing that i'd like to throw out there is that this movie was very much paint by numbers evil dead um because like you said with the 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 box checking it's you know Chainsaw, check. Vomiting, check. Body contorting, check. Tons of gore, check. Swallow your soul, check. People get turned into deadites, check. Camera flies towards the actors, check. Now, some of those things you need. Some of those things. <laughs> oh, yeah. You some of those things you absolutely need. A lot of those things. But, like, it was just like, okay, here's the part where we do the vomiting. Here's the part where we do this. Here's the part where we do this. And it's like, very paint by numbers to where it's like, okay, like you put those things in there cause you felt like it was necessary where I don't, I don't think all of those, I don't think just because it's been done before that you have to do it every single time. I mean, even to the point, Jeremy, and I'm not going to say the lines, but oh, dude, I mean, they repeat lines from the previous movies, but do them with very little to no impact no. and don't do anything no. new or exciting with them. They're just spoken. And, and it's like, it's them looking at you directly through the screen to the audience winking going, remember that from that movie? And what's... That we're doing it here so you remember it, so you cheer and you get happy about exactly. it. Exactly. And and what's what's frustrating about that, Justin, is every single time they they did that, they, they did a callback, it made me pumped and I fucking fist bumped and threw the fucking metal horns out because, remember, like I said, it didn't have that moment where I was like, oh, shit, this is where it gets real and becomes, like, the ultimate Evil Dead. Like, in all of the Evil Dead movies. So every single time they did those callbacks, I was like, now it's about to switch gears, and they're going to kick it up. And they didn't, you know. Um, again, I know that I've 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 talked a lot about um, things that I, I, I didn't dig or was displeased by from the movie. Again, it was really fun. I, I can't put it any other way. I had a goddamn blast watching this movie. But as a whole, 
when you're given a meal, you can eat a meal and enjoy it while still being like, you know, it wasn't the greatest thing ever, but I was hungry and I ate it and I feel great. And that's kind of Evil Dead Rise was it was a meal. Uh, I enjoyed it. I finished it. It just wasn't great, you know, but I'd probably still go back to that you're, restaurant. You're, you're, you're willing to maybe try it again? Sure. You Absolutely. Know, at some point? Absolutely. Um, yeah, again, like, this isn't about, for me, necessarily just character development, but I really wanted someone to cheer on, and every other Evil Dead movie had that. And in particular, the last one, Mia... Jane Levy, just absolutely fantastic. And the performances here are good. Um, anyone that's seen the trailer, you kind of know where the setup is, so this is not a spoiler, but, you know, uh, Lily Sullivan plays Beth, who is Ellie's sister, and she's coming into the house. She's there with the children. As you can see from the trailer, that she's trying to defend the children against this evil. And a huge issue I had with the movie is they don't really do anything to the extent that they probably should have mm -hmm. to invest the audience in that character to make you really care about her now i understand that this is a survival movie and the longer you see shit hitting the fan exploding and bleeding all over the place yes you're naturally going to connect with characters i just felt like there was so much more that was on the table that was presented like but just not fleshed out enough to make you care about this character and I, it was something that really brought down the movie quite a few points yeah. for me, especially if that's what you're going to do. If you're going to present a person to the audience, th this is who you're supposed to focus on. This is the person that you're supposed to cheer at the end of the movie. And if you don't do enough during the movie itself to lead up to that, to make me care, then the whole rest of the movie isn't going to have as large of an impact on me. I think that was just one of the biggest missed opportunities, aside from the fact, and I have to talk about this as well, Jeremy, one of the things you looked forward to the most in Evil Dead Rise was the change of setting. We have a Demons 2-esque setting where they're in an apartment building, and, and, and I will say this right now, the imagery and the way they shoot and photograph the building going to go down as iconic. It's super memorable. It reminded me a lot of the Child's Play building. Dude, it looked just um, like the Child's Play building. Just like it. Just like it. It's like this... They're trying to say it's like run down and dingy, but it's actually like a really nice art deco vintage apartment building. And based upon all the shit that that, that one kid, the, the son, has all the DJ equipment, um, they're not necessarily broke, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I'm like, that kid's got more DJ shit than the fucking DJs that are, you know, playing all the clubs around here. Um... <laughs> But but they didn't do enough no. with the setting at all. I don't want to get anything that's going to spoil yeah. the movie because that's going in that direction. But let's just say this. like I, I felt like there was so much more they could have done with having demons erupting in, inside this building. Yeah. I mean, again, every Evil Dead installment uh, film-wise has had a very limited cast, right? It's a small group of friends that, that are in a cabin and, you know, demonic hell breaks loose. Now we have an entire building full. In a city. Full of people and 
completely squandered. It might as well have been in a cabin in the woods because they do nothing with the fact that it is a building full of people. Again, it when we walked out of the movie and you shook your head no at me and I said, I know. I said, I literally just want to go home and watch Demons 2 because Baba fucking nailed it. You know, you had a fucking building full of people that are being attacked by demons. And that's kind of what I expected from this is like, okay, why would you change the scenery and have it take place in an apartment building filled with people if you weren't going a to huge use... huge building, Yeah, dude. humongous. It's a huge building. If you weren't going to utilize the fact that this was a building full of people, which when the finale hits, it really... Looking back on it, it's funny that you have this building full of people and then how the movie ends. It goes, that's really wild that you chose to go this route. And, you know, there's a whole group of people that are just completely unaware <laughs> that anything is even happening in this building. You know, you yeah. it, 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 just, it makes no sense to make it that setting. And, and I don't know if they explain in the movie that if anything's happening to the building, why there's not that many people there or anything, but you don't, I can say you don't see a lot of no, people they, there. No, they, they, they did a, say that, that the building was, was going to be taken down. Taken yeah. down, okay. But still, like, then what's the fucking point of having it in this I, huge building? When I heard the premise that this movie was going to take place in an apartment building in Los Angeles, I was like, holy shit, this is going to be wild. And I can tell you, that aspect of the movie was not, in fact, wild like I thought it was going to be. Cool imagery. I mean, definitely cool imagery and, and definitely... For what we got to see, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and interesting enough where it's some imagery that we've not seen in an Evil Dead movie before. I liked that aspect. I mean, I love the production design. I love whoever designed the look of the building, you know, the interiors, the sets and such. But overall, I just feel like the concept itself was squandered and was not... Again, another thing that they just didn't go for. Um, I feel like what they went for and where they got it in spades is the stuff you expect. You know what I mean? It's got buckets of gory goodness all over the place. All the stuff, those boxes were checked where it's like, what do we have to do to make an Evil Dead movie? And all of the things that they were presenting that were kind of new and fresh to the franchise kind of laid by the wayside and they really didn't do as much with. And it's it's hard to criticize that because it's like, that doesn't mean it's not a good Evil Dead movie, right. but at the same time, they had the opportunity to do something more with it, and they present it that way, like, I'm giving you something new and different, but still the same, but we just didn't do enough with it to make it totally different, and really just, you know, it kind of just landed a little flat for me. Yeah, I, I feel like maybe, you know, without going too spoilery, that some of the decisions that were made were perhaps made because initially this was supposed to go streaming and it was maybe budgetary reasons on why they made certain decisions that they made uh, as far as cast-wise and, and, you know, certain circumstances within the apartment building. Um, but either way, I, I can tell you that I, I still absolutely recommend this. I know that this review probably sounds like you fucking hated this. I didn't hate it. It's just hard for me being an Evil Dead fan, like super fan, like super, super, super fan. Uh, it's hard for me to watch a new Evil Dead movie and 
walk away from it being like, you know, I really enjoyed it and I liked it, but I didn't love it. Because it's the first time that I've ever not loved from the first viewing an Evil Dead movie. So that's that's been a, a tough pill to swallow for me. There's a first time for everything. Really, yeah. there is. And I'm right there along with you. And it's interesting because, you know, we had a core group of people that were with us at the screening. And it seemed like collectively they all felt very similarly to what we're feeling and what we're conveying on this episode right now. It's a little wishy-washy. I know people, again, in today's world of film criticism, they love either you loved it and you're raving about it or you hated it. And what we're doing here is just we're in the middle kind of. I mean, I would I would still recommend this. I still want to see it again. It's still a good movie. I think it's just it could have been a great movie had there been better focus on some of the elements that are portrayed and provided to the audience here. I mean, it had all of the potential. And those are the most frustrating ones are the ones that give you a lot of good and you can see that there's a near masterpiece in front of you and it just doesn't quite land. And, you know, I mean, that's just my viewpoint on the movie. I don't know if that'll change after a second viewing. I don't think it will. Um, but I still liked the movie. And I say that I'll still stand by that statement we made in the beginning of the episode that there has never been a bad Evil Dead movie. And this is not a bad movie. Absolutely. And I think for the for the majority of horror fans and Evil Dead fans, they're going to have a fucking blast with this. And who knows, maybe we'll be blasted for how we feel about it. But there's nothing wrong with being honest on your feelings about a movie. I would not ever, ever back down on my feelings on yeah. a movie for any possible yep. reason. And so we're going to get to trash it or treasure it. Jeremy, you already kind of said how you feel about it, but I have a feeling I know what you're going to say. What do you think I'm going to say? I think you're going to treasure it still. I'm going to treasure it. Yeah. And, and and I'm going to as well. Um, again, I talk about this all the time whenever I bring up Treasure or Treasure It instead of, you know, us doing the traditional five stars or one through ten rating. It makes it difficult, you know, um, but the movie still has a lot of good going for it. We're still going to recommend it. I think that, you know, had it been a little bit better, it would have been probably one of the best Evil Dead Absolutely. movies. Um, as of right now, I don't view it that way, but it, it, hey. If you like what you've come to know from the franchise and that's all you really want out of it and, and you're fine with the stuff just being kind of left on the cutting room floor that would have made the movie better, hey, I mean, this might be your favorite Evil Dead movie. Yeah. I don't know. I, there's um, going to be... But, dude, we're, we're absolutely going to get shit for our feelings on this movie because I feel like... And it's not that we know any more than you or anything else like that. It's, it, you know, film is subjective. And I feel like this movie did a great job in making the movie that it wanted to make. Uh, it wasn't the movie that I wanted out of it. But I feel like probably eight out of every ten horror fans are going to walk away loving this fucking movie. Um, and then you'll have one percent that probably felt like us, you know, you know, then the other one is going to be, you know, people that hated it. It's like, ah, you fucked it up. Um, but I feel like, again, 80% of people or more are going to fucking love this movie, man. They they really are. Yeah, and, and, and I don't care if I get shit from people on the internet that are like, how dare you want an emotional connection to a human being in an evil dead movie? 
And my reaction or reply to them would be, well, I wouldn't feel that way or want that connection if the director and the writer were trying to present that to me as a viable centerpiece of your movie, because that's what they're trying to do. They're giving this to you. It's not like I made this up in my head that I want (laughs) emotional connections to characters or deep character development or drama or, uh, God forbid, that terrible word elevated horror in an Evil Dead movie. I, I just... I can see what the director and writer are giving me in the movie. They wanted and, you to feel something like like yes. Evil Dead 2013 made us feel. Exactly. And, and and that's something that didn't work nearly as well in this movie. Um, but you know what? Still a fun time. Still a recommendation. And you know what? I can't wait to see it again, Jeremy, and bring on B-Ratty, who is the biggest Evil Dead 2 fan in the fucking world, to see it and, and review it with us in our full spoiler review. So, ladies and gentlemen. Dead by Dawn. Thank you so much. Dead by Dawn. <laughs> Dead by Dawn. Dead by Dawn. Um, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to this spoiler-free episode. We, we specifically appreciate those of you that take the time to listen to it, even though you haven't seen the movie. We're still a few weeks out. Um, but if you like what you're hearing, if you love what you're hearing, if you hate what you're hearing and you're like, you guys are fucking wrong about this movie, how dare you have opinions about movies and tell me about them, um, let us know. Leave us a review on iTunes or on Spotify. It's even easier. You can just leave us a star rating. And if we're on all over, all over the internet. And make um, sure you use the hashtag, hashtag Brady's dad's dick. Yeah, please do. Uh, especially when you get a hold of us on our social media platforms. <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, we're all over the fucking place. But we are drained. That's it for this spoiler-free episode of Evil Dead Rise. I'm Justin. I'm Jeremy. And as always, we like to ask you to keep it creepy. Brain Stew! Dead by Dawn! Dead by Dawn. <laughs>